for it. Good day, everybody, and uh, welcome again to the series of podcasts that uh, we're doing discussing the uh, amazing sage, Sibelius sage from uh, Sibelius Natural Products. Uh, I'm David Foreman, also known as the Herbal Pharmacist, and again with me today is Dr. Kieran Edwards, the Chief Science Officer for Sibelius Natural Products. And if you haven't tuned into our previous podcast and you happen to stumble on this one, there are others as well. Uh, there's a podcast that uh, discusses uh, sort of that general overview of Sibelius sage and why it's why it's not necessarily even close to what the sage is that you're maybe cooking with at home. Um, we did a deeper dive into the the clinical research, the proof, basically the proof is in the you know the story like that. Um, we we did a deeper dive into the clinical research. Um, you know, showing that not only is Sibelia Sage a, a safe product, but it's effective and what dose you need to take to make it effective to help improve your, you know, ability to concentrate, focus, stay sharp, you know, for older people like me and beyond, maybe, uh, you know, even a little better red, uh, recall. During those podcasts, we also uh, discussed something that I was calling uh, chronoscreen and gene scan. And Probably the more eloquent way to say gene scan would have been to say gene expression. And since the, this is a really uh, a deeper dive, a very interesting thing, uh, I'm excited to have uh, uh, Dr. Edwards with us today to really explain what is chronoscreen and why is learning gene expression so important in this whole uh, scheme, I'll say, or factor of, uh, of, of coming to Sibelius Sage and, and that product. So, Kieran, take it away, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, Dave. Uh, so, yeah, as we as we've touched on in the other podcasts, um, selecting a, a, a an active source of, an, of a natural product is a very important process, um, and we're all well aware that there will be differences. You know, you really want to be able to trust that the natural product you've got is going to do what it says. So, which is why at Sebelius we're very careful about selecting a source and we take that all the way through to run it clinical studies specifically on that source and the chrono screen platform is really the platform that, that we utilize to, to to enable us to do that um, and it kind of i suppose it can break it down into two phases and, and the first phase is really about selecting a, a good source a nice robust source so obviously we want to know a source that is that's sustainable um, and you know we can trust where that's coming from and go, you know, ideally, as in the case of sage, you go all the way back to the farm where it's grown and you've got that information. And so we use what the chronoscreen platform is, this lifespan assay. It's kind of a, we, a measuring stick to, to select active ingredients, robustly active ingredients. And as I said, it's a lifespan assay. And we actually, we, we use these uh, small roundworms, free-living roundworms called nematodes, uh, called uh, C. elegans. Um, and we apply the treatments to them, these, these extracts. And we essentially ask the question, how long do those worms live? And we find certain ingredients will extend the lifespan of those worms. So the typical ones are going to live in the range of 15 to 20 days. And then you, you look at seeing, you know, a nice increase in the survival time of those populations with some ingredients, such as the sage. Um, and as, you, as we've mentioned, we apply that to our whole product development process as well. So other ingredients go through on there. And the reason you might ask, you know, the obvious question there is, well, hang on, this is a little worm that makes it live long. Why is that of interest to us? And there is logic behind why we select this assay. 
And, and the main reason there is that it, the pathways that coordinate aging and, and, and lifespan are very well conserved across different species. So the same pathways that are operating in this little worm are the same pathways that are operating in, in flies. They're operating in, in single cell organisms like yeast. They're the same ones operating in, in, in rodents and in mammals all the way through to man. So we know that you, you can make the same changes in, in different organisms and you get the same kind of beneficial effects. And the second part on there is that aging, as, as we're all well, well aware of as well, is such a major risk factor for so many human diseases and conditions. So it's, you know, it, the, the whole aging process, we get changes to the body, which, which makes certain um, ailments more likely. So it's a nice, so if we can make improvements in terms of cellular age, then that should have beneficial effects on health. So we use that, that lifespan in the first instance to assess different potential sources and really nail down on one which we like, the, um, you know, where it's coming from and how active it is and make sure it's robustly active time on time when we test it on that screen. So, let, me, let me ask you this. So, um, so when you're talking about robustly active, so if uh, so, you have this family farm. We discussed it briefly. We're mm. we're going to interview uh, in, a, in a future podcast the farmer specifically. But um, so if you went out and and uh, you know got a sample of of uh, sage that was grown, say in Spain versus mm. in in the UK from that very farm, you're able to compare the two using Chronoscreen, and and that's one of the that's one of the reasons you've come to this whole thing of like this farm really does produce the best sage for the application that you're wanting to achieve, correct? Is that a correct statement? Yeah, pretty much right. It's spot on. So exactly. We test that and, you know, you see different performance levels for different sages. So some of them show the same kind of extension and lifespan. Actually, the one we selected showed, you know, top end of, of the comparison of the ones we compared. This one showed really nice top end performance in lifespan. Some of them even had, you know, negative effects on lifespan and you can read into that what you will. But so it's important there to, to, to pick the, the active source. And then, you know, to take that the step forward and then to say, okay, right, how do I then really understand what it's doing and then what what will how will those effects manifest themselves in, in, in humans to you know, the, the improvements we're going to see there. And that's kind of where we switch on to the next step to really investigate and understand potential mechanisms of actions and ultimately what are those going to translate to in terms of physiological benefits to, so, to humans. So that's the that's so you you're going from hey, does this does this actually have any benefit to the body? You know, yeah. uh, uh, in, in, with regards to aging, like you talked about, and that that affects all aspects of of health because mm -hmm. there's so many different things that can shorten my lifespan. So I get yeah. that part. And now we're we're going to move into the the uh, the gene expression part of it to say, all right, what is it doing genetically to the body? Mm -hmm. Correct. Exactly right. So you're asking the question, okay, so what genes and what pathways are being activated or repressed? In response to this treatment, so we make that switch from from doing a lifespan assay in in C. elegans, these little worms, through to looking in human cells treated with the extracts, and start asking the question: Okay, what genes and pathways are activated or repressed? What do we know about those genes and pathways? How do they translate to human health, etc.? And so, get a build up, so build up a picture and understanding of what potential mechanisms of action there. So for for a lot of people, I think you know we've heard about genes, and we're not talking about Levi's here. We're you know we talk, <laughs> I think genetics is coming up enough. But can you explain real quick um, what you're what you're meaning by saying pathways? Um, because I don't sure. I think a lot of people may not understand what what pathway really means. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's, it's a good point to, to touch on, and um, 
I mean, essentially, when we're talking about a pathway, what we're looking at is essentially connection between genes and, and the proteins that they code and how they how those pathways translate to different areas of health. And I mean, that well, not just health, but the whole biology of life, how how they interact and regulate how a cell is functioning. And we know, you know, we've got the same we've got the same genes in every cell in our body but only different certain complements of those are expressed at different times and in different tissues and therefore you've got different pathways active in different in in different cells and they will translate through into the functions of those cells so when i'm talking about pathways here it could be pathways related to um the build-up or breakdown of certain neurotransmitters, as, as we'll touch on in the case of SAGE. So in that instance in particular, we saw connections with, with pathways that are responding to, um, in the SAGE case, they're, they're responding and related to neurotransmitter um, production and, and response and signaling. And in particular in SAGE, we saw, I mean, there's a, there's a, a history of, of knowledge around uh, cholinergic properties. So acetylcholine is a um, is an important neurotransmitter for for multiple things, but one thing in particular is related to it is memory. Um, and it's been known for a while that sage actually interferes with an enzyme that is involved in the breakdown of a um, of acetylcholine. And so obviously, if you're putting the sage in, you're going to increase levels of acetylcholine slightly. And therefore, the signaling down those pathways is going to be changed, and we, we start seeing those kind of effects. In the, in the responses we see in those genes. So you're looking at the patterns of responses and how that translates and say, okay, we know these are all functioning and they're important together towards this outcome. I don't know if that's so, so in, in my science world, you know, uh, in pharmacy school, you know, we get beaten up with uh, learning all the mechanisms of action of, mm-hmm. of the, you know, the, the drugs and, and in the <laughs> natural health world, natural product world, natural ingredient world, whatever you want to call it, you know, I still now want to know what those mechanisms of action are and, you know, simplifying to people, it's basically what makes that thing work, (laughs) you know, like, and you just mentioned the, the neurotransmitter acetylcholine. So Mm -hmm. gene scan is really helping that pathway you're talking about is really, uh, or gene expression is really also showing us what is the mechanism that's making Mm -hmm. it do, you know, do what it does. In this case, the mechanism, like you just gave that example of, well, it affects acetylcholine, a neurotransmitter, and we know that neurotransmitter has something to do with your cognitive function and memory. So, um, yeah. so it's fascinating and, and, to be able to dial it in like that. And um, yeah, exactly. And I think it would take it even further because in, we're seeing effects on other neurotransmitter pathways as, as well. So the monoamine neurotransmitters, which covers things like uh, dopamine and serotonin, which again, other transmitters important. Yeah. They have multiple functions in the body, but they're also very important as like that focus and attention part, but also mood. Um, you know, serotonin is that's kind of that feel good thing people link it to. Um, again, we see we see effects on pathways being changed, and then we can ask specific questions, follow that up, and do particular assays to say, okay, does the sage inhibit this enzyme which is involved in the synthesis or the breakdown of those neurotransmitters? So, are we going to see a change in the level potentially in in the um, in, in people? And, and to come back to your point about understanding it in the pharmaceutical world, where how things are acting, certain drugs in the treatment of Alzheimer's, for instance, are targeting the same enzyme we talked about for the cholinergic effects for the SAGE, that acetylcholinesterase enzyme. So you 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 know you're having drug-like effects, but I would say they're more subtle. What we're talking about in the natural product world um, for that, but they're still you know we're tying it back down to that kind of understanding 
Um, right. And to your point, it's, it's important to understand how those things are functioning so we can say, okay, we think these are going to be the best benefits to human health, and we can then test those, those hypotheses in those clinical studies ultimately. Um, does the chronoscreen help with the whole sustainability story as well? Is that, does that play, play a role or no? Uh, I mean, that's, that's a key kind of question we ask when, we, when we're screening them to go in. So we want to put candidates on the chronoscreen that come from a sustainable source. Um, so it's, um, I suppose it doesn't directly help, but we, it's, a, it's a strong consideration for us because we want to make sure the consumer can get that product again and again, and it's going to give them those same effects. It's no good us putting all this money and effort in investing in, in um, developing an understanding of the science and doing the clinical studies if, if we're then going to go and switch to another source, which may be completely different. So, Well, the, it, the thing it, it I was fascinated to learn is, you know, um, when as a consumer, but also the science nerd guy that I am, you know, I'm always, you know, curious. I always look for companies that have integrity, you know, that are continuing to, you know, they don't just rest on the one or two studies. They're always lo looking to do a deeper dive. And <laughs> I think that chronoscreen and then the gene expression that, especially chronoscreen, you know, that that's, that, that's technology that is from Sibelius Natural Products. I think it originated at Oxford University. You know, great, yeah. this is high tech. It's not, it's not something that you all are using just for, you know, Sibelia Sage, you're, you're actually allowing other, other companies or other ingredients to be tested through yep. Chronoscreen and then gene expression. So we can find out, and I know you've done this with other ingredients that someday we'll hopefully get to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, but that, to me, that, that raises the bar of the integrity of, of the company Sibelius Natural Products, because, you know, you're, you're going those extra miles, you know, to make sure that, because honestly, you know, like say that farm, you guys end up using up all that farm, you know, and then you've got to wait till another crop. That's still sustainable. It's going to come back next year. Yeah. But the, the, the ability you have to look for other sage that's mm -hmm. comparable, yeah. um, you know, from another region of the world, maybe on the same, same, uh, you know, longitude, lat latitude issue kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that's really important. And uh, good point. You know, and, it, and it's nice because, you know, that technology will only help us better understand uh, other natural products and other natural ingredients. And, and one other point I want to bring up going back to your whole, you know, we understand the mechanism of action. I want people to keep in mind that when we're talking about an herb, um, we're talking about uh, something that has many different what we like to call phytochemicals or plant chemical mm -hmm. compounds. Don't be freaked about chemicals. They're in, in plants. It's just that's that's how they are. <laughs> yeah. But but also there's there's other things. There's nutritional uh, components to it, and these all play an important role in mm. in what makes that plant tick. And I don't know if you. I know we're going a little long on this, Karen. But uh, you know, I wanted to see. You know, do you have a comment on that as well? No, I, mean, I think it's, it's a key point there. It's yeah, we're not talking about a you know, giving someone a single compound here, like as the case in a drug. It's it's a it's a very complex biochemistry that's going on in that plant extract, and you know there's there's various different actives which are, are hitting potentially different pathways, but complementary pathways in different ways to to have those effects. So I think is yeah, it's a very good point to raise that it's that it's the overall balance of that phytochemistry that's very important. Um, well, um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this off here in a second, but I I have to tell you this that I've I've periodically wanted to go to some of the other ingredient companies that I've you know been approached by to you know do educational work for 
or with, and I'll, I want to say, have you done chronoscreen and gene expression yet? You know, because no, in all honesty, I mean, you know, if you've done clinical studies on people and you know that they, you take 250 milligrams and it's once a day or twice a day, that works. That's great. But I feel like there's so many benefits to plants that we don't understand. And, and by using this technology, you know, you know, like uh, chamomile is one of my favorites and I know it's another really interesting ingredient. Hopefully someday we'll get to cover that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, everybody thinks of it as, you know, the story, story of Peter Rabbit and his, you know, upset tummy or some people think of it as sleep. And, you know, I know there's some really cool stuff that's come. I hate to say cool stuff that sounds so condescending, but, you know, because of the uh, gene expression and chronoscreen that you've, you've learned there. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I thank you very much for, for sharing. Is there anything else you want to add at the end here to this? No, or? no, no. Just, just to say, as you mentioned, yeah, in terms of, you know, we, we do work with other companies, um, you know, external work for other companies on that chronoscreen and to, to help them develop products as well. So, you know, just worth mentioning that, yeah, we don't, we're not just keeping this to ourselves. Obviously, we apply it to all the products we try and develop through, including the chamomile you mentioned, which hopefully we'll be able to talk about in, in the not too distant future. Um, but yeah, open to working with other people to help, as you say, as a, as a whole field, try and improve the, the, the level of science behind these natural products because there's a lot of good out there. We just want to make sure that the consumer gets it. Right. Well, thank you again, Dr. Kieran Edwards, for uh, spending some time with us today. A reminder to everybody that there, this isn't a series of podcasts. We, we've done a general overview on Sibelius Sage. Um, so if you just want to like get a little whiff of action, uh, an understanding of, of Sibelius Sage, uh, you can listen to that. Uh, we did a deeper dive on the, the clinical studies that have been done in, in younger people and older people, uh, safety, efficacy, all that, you know, how much should you really take? Um, and then, of course, today we, we've covered uh, chronoscreen and gene expression, i.e. gene scan. Um, we're going to have future podcasts as well, um, talking with the farmer, talking about the transparency and traceability of, of the Sibelius Sage. And just a, a reminder that if you are looking for products that contain Sibelius Sage, did a little homework, uh, Cognit uh, Cognitex Elite from Life Extension, uh, Brain Support from Nutridyne, and Sibelius Sage from Nootropics uh, Depot are, are three that you can look for on your favorite search engine. And I want to thank you again for joining us and, and uh, keep checking back uh, for more podcasts to, to help enlighten you, educate you. Um, once you're educated, uh, you can make your own informed decision as to what's best for you. Thank you again.